In the book of Acts, the Apostle Philip traveled to the city of Samaria where he preached to a willing and enthusiastic new congregation. Because of their faith, he was able to perform great miracles among them, like healing the lame and casting out unclean spirits. One of those in Samaria who was amazed by these miracles was a sorcerer by the name of Simon who appeared to have been quite successful up to this point. Then along comes Philip, who carries with him the true power of God, which eclipses his own abilities. The craving for wealth, fame, and renown is nothing new, and it seems that Simon had ambition. If Philip was receiving a great deal of attention for the miracles he performed, it's no surprise Simon wanted in on the action. But what had escaped Simon was the essential fact that Philip was not performing miracles with his own power and for his own glory. Sometimes our human nature is baffled by pure charity and acts of selflessness. How do you monetize that? So Simon goes all in. He joins the church. He's baptized. Then Peter and John come to visit Samaria to bestow the Holy Ghost on the new congregation of converts. When Simon witnesses this blessing, it hits him. Cha-ching! This power could be fully marketed and franchised. Of course, nothing so amazing could be free, he seems to think. I better get in on the ground floor of this opportunity and make an upfront investment. And so, in Acts chapter 8, he offers Peter money, saying, Give me also this power, that on whomsoever I lay hands he may receive the Holy Ghost. But Peter said unto him, Thy money perish with thee, because thou hast thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. Thou hast neither part nor lot in this matter, for thy heart is not right in the sight of God. Repent, therefore, of this thy wickedness, and pray God if perhaps the thought of thine heart may be forgiven thee. For I perceive that thou art in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity. If a person could own the ability to exercise the power of God and sell it for a price, it would no longer be about blessing the lives of others, but about vaunting ourselves above them. But let's not judge poor Simon too harshly. This seems to have been a brand new concept for him. And it seems he may have been humble enough to take Peter's chastisement to heart. Perhaps he genuinely wanted to throw off the bond of iniquity and honestly make his heart right in the sight of God. Then answered Simon and said, Pray ye to the Lord for me, that none of these things which ye have spoken come upon me. Aligning our motives with the will of the Lord is a lifelong endeavor. Getting our hearts right. Do we sometimes do good works in hopes we might figuratively sit in the high places and bask in the honors of men? The example of Jesus shows us that the most gratifying efforts come in the lifting of others. And that's the good word. Good word.